How do you mean that? Well, I mean that there are the colors and the beauties, the designs, the beautiful way things appear. People themselves, dull people, but I thought dull, appear fascinating, interesting, mysterious, wonderful. But that's only the beginning. Welcome to Strange People, Weird Worlds. Let's get this show started. Slightly stir crazy, but I think that is a collective uh, collective theme at the moment. Yeah, it is. I um, so I did a thing. I uh, I might have screenshotted a picture of you in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, I figured just in case all the listeners didn't get to see when you're going crazy. <laughs> Oh no! Are you talking about my uh, oh, my know. live from the bathtub? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, did you go live? I didn't see that. I just saw the uh, the stories. Oh, okay. I think, cool. I, think I was like, oh no, how many people saw the yeah, So I um, I think you know, think ever since being stuck at home, I have taken up the beautiful habit of drinking a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, haven't we all? And, uh, yeah, it's very interesting when you live with your best friends who you guys are weird, like 24 seven, you yeah. have no more interaction in the outside world. So like things are getting very weird within this household. Yeah. Uh, Miranda and I did a puzzle. A puzzle. A puzzle. Yeah. I guess it doesn't sound weird, but it's weird to me. <laughs> I but mean, the puzzles it's are weird that out. everyone's doing puzzles. Yeah. Like the puzzles are coming out. Yeah, it's funny, too, because I remember, like, a couple months ago, I don't know what made me think of it, but I was like, wow, you know what I haven't seen in a while? A puzzle. Yeah, her mom and, like, randomly bought us one for, like, a Christmas or something. So we, we literally peeled the plastic off the other day. And was <laughs> like, all right, let's fucking do this puzzle. Yeah, it's been, um, it's been fun trying to find things to consume your time. Yeah. In fact, uh, the regular blue table we record on is downstairs with a puzzle on it. So you got the new puzzle table? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, we didn't want to sacrifice TV time either, you know. Oh, no. You got to do You got to do both. Yeah. So we're doing some Gilmore Girls and some puzzles. Nice. I, um, I had to take a break from the TV. I officially got burnt out from watching... Thing, Netflix and Hulu and all that. We're getting there. We uh, we finally broke open some books last night. We're like, we need to just do some like reading time together. <laughs> <laughs> Fill the noggin with something else. Yep, yep. I mean, I have started my next episode already. Ooh. Yeah, I'm ahead of the curve. I was really ahead, and then I just like stopped, and now I'm just kind of like, you know, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's at least a, that's a plus. Yeah. I thought I was going to get better, but, you know... You would think, right? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, this whole... I've I've been now at home for three weeks, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get ahead with my schoolwork. I don't know if it's just because of everything that's happening outside of my household, but, like, I have no motivation. It's hard. Like, I mean, I've, re- huh? I've recited our shed. That, that's it. At least that's... I did something. It's a good productive thing. I did something, yeah, yeah. We're trying. We're trying to get the house ready to sell it and you know move mm. our, move our asses out of here. 
and and leave and go to Florida. Go to I get Florida. it. I get it. We're not yeah. good, we're not good enough here for you. No, it's it's <laughs> it's too crowded. You know, I'm actually glad that Florida has like the reputation it has because I just want to move somewhere where it's not like the hot destination to live anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thankfully, Colorado is not like that as much as it used to be. Yeah, we're still one of the top ten, like, move-to cities, though. Oh, really? Yeah, Denver and Seattle just live in that top ten. Oh, that's so annoying. (laughs) I think think Seattle's always ahead of us, though. Okay, well, I mean, as long as it stays like that and Denver continues to fall off the charts, just kidding. I'm going to be leaving anyways in, like, two years, so it doesn't matter It doesn't matter. Everybody come to this beautiful state. Enjoy it. There's really nothing to do besides the mountains, but it's okay. You can get bamboozled by all the news stories saying that it's a great place to go. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's cool. I do love it here, but yeah, it's, there's, there's mountains and snow and legal weed. Yep. That always made me laugh when, you know, I was a server and people would come and I worked off 16th Street, so it's like the busiest street in yeah. Colorado. We were like, oh, so what's there fun to do here? And I'm like, do you got a car? They're like, nope. I was like, have fun walking. Yeah. Every other day, or not the other day, God, I don't know when last time I worked. <laughs> some people from Dutch Brothers were in town, like, they were doing the training for an opening store, and I'm like, yeah, what is there to do? I'm like, oh, you are asking the wrong guy. Um, not only is there nothing to do, but, like, I'm, like, 34 and, like, happily at home with my girlfriend now. Like, <laughs> I go frisbee golfing, I smoke weed, record a podcast, and I cook food for my girlfriend. That's... I mean, that kind of sums up Colorado, though, because I'm that's it. 24, and people are like, what is there to do? And I literally do my questions. I go through, I'm like, do you like art? If they say yes, I'm like, great. There's a lot of murals and a lot of art throughout the city. As I told they're them, go to the museums, yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, no. And I'm like, do you like museums? No. I'm like, do you like nature? They're like, not really. I'm like, then you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're not super athletic, like, you know, always, like, skiing and mountain biking, snowboard, like, whatever, then they you know, there's plenty of shit to do as far as that goes, but I am not. So, like I said, I, I frisbee golf, and that's about it. Yeah, you know, I, um, I'm i an old lady. I'm, I'm a young lady in an old lady body, so I can't be doing any of that stuff anymore. So I'm mm-hmm. right there with you. I look at the mountains, and it's great to hike through, and but uh, we went on a that's hike. about it. Extreme sports, I'm like. Yeah. We went on a hike last weekend. I almost, I almost died. My body's falling apart. Almost died, Craig? No, I didn't almost die. I just my my knee went out on me, so I spent two and a half hours with a bad knee walking back. Oh, yeah, my knee's been. I don't know what's going on with my body, but like my right shoulder and my left knee are just like that's worthy of like knee problems. I am. I ended up fucking up my knee very badly like two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. I was dicking around in the house, and I ran, and I have wood floors, and I was wearing fuzzy oh. socks. Oh, no. And uh, I went to go bust a dance move, and <laughs> my feet went up from underneath me, and they went, like, five feet into the air as my body went down. Oh, no. Yeah, and I, um, I blew up my knee on the door frame, so that's Ouch. fun. I have hit my knee on so many door frames. No. So many door frames. I, uh, one thing I've been told in life is I need to slow down, like, in general. Just like mm-hmm. I, I walk fast and things like that, and yeah, I, I've I've gone down. Anyways, enough about anyway. our enough about our old failing bodies. <laughs> on to a on to a lighter note. Yeah. I mean, I guess this week's story is not that light, but it's kind of like wait, wait, you'll wait, be the judge. Wait, 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 wait. 
Welcome. Before everybody. we jump into it. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Everybody. To another episode of... Strange People. Weird World. That was nice. We didn't even plan that. That was... That was <laughs> we're, not, we're not even looking at each other to like be like, you know, you, you take that cue. That's how fucking awesome we are. Anyways. We're on the same frequency. Right? My name is Greg Tanner. With me, as always, is the prolific... Oh. The precurious. Precurious, okay. The pondering. Anya Daniela. <laughs> hello, hello, <laughs> ponder my entrance. <laughs> uh, the pacified? No, mm-hmm. no, no. I was just thinking of more P words. Yeah, that one's that was a profound. Rough one. That was a, profound was good. It started off good. And it fizzled out real quick. (laughs) Particular. Particular. Prolific, profound was good. Um, And uh, proficient. Proficient. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Anyhow. Anywho. Thank you. Thank you all for being here. I hope everybody is uh, safe and happy and sane. Uh, hope you're writing out these uh, unprecedented times with a good little mindset. And if not, I send my best wishes to you. This will help kind of get your mind off of things. Because this week, we got a good freaking story. Good freaking story. Story. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> this week I had, it was funny. So, I was talking with my roommate. He, like, told me about this crazy thing. And I was going to write the episode on that. And then, of course, having so much time on my hands, I was scrolling through the great interwebs, and I stumbled across this story. And I was like, what? i got to talk about it. So, this week we are discussing the interesting case of A.B. A.B.? A.B. So, um, I don't want to give the gist of what the story is. But A.B., I'll give you a little background on her before I jump into the actual story. But this is going to be a medical case. Um, it has been solved, but there is a lot of theories surrounding it. So okay. get it was- your thinking thinking caps on because it's going to be an interesting one. Thinking cap, thinking cap is on. So is this A.B., like the letter A, the letter B? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's due to... Um, uh, not OSHA. Oh my God, that's restaurant HIPAA. HIPAA privacy laws that we can't okay. say her name. So the patient's name is AB, and she was a relatively healthy woman who began to hear hallucinatory voices instructing her to get um, medical help. Oh, yeah. So well, yeah. What kind of medical help? Well, we're going to jump into that. All right. So, A.B. was born in Europe around the mid, like, 1940s, and she ended up settling down in Britain within the late, like, 1960s. I'm sorry, did I say 1840s? I meant 1940s. It was here that she set the foundation for her family life as she got married and ended up starting a family and had some little offsprings. Uh, Relatively normal cookie-cutter life so far. Bunch of normies. Bunch of little normie pormies. No. 
so Avi was a full-time mother and housewife, and she and her family were in relatively good health, and they rarely ever needed to seek out the help from their family doctor or any physicians in general. So literally just your average family, nothing kind of crazy going on. Okay. Uh, that was until the winter of 1984 when things took a change. Not 1884. Nope, 1984. 1984. That's a year before. 18 just wants to be said today. That's the year before I was born. 1884? No, 1984. It's like, what? God damn it, I'm not that old. (laughs) Hey, you never know. I could have been born in like the 1700s, just taking elixirs. Oh, wow. That's Mm -hmm. fancy. Did I just... Share my greatest secret to the interweb? Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> I know what I'm so, doing my next episode on. <laughs> if there is one. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. That took a turn. That took a turn, just <laughs> like the winter of 1984. <laughs> oh, back at it. So, one night, as A.V. was enjoying her normal nightly routine at home, sitting by the fire, reading a book, minding her own business, she was caught off guard by something. It was a noise. It wasn't any noise, as this noise came from within her cabeza. Cabeza. This noise was noticeably different than her own and was talking to her. Cabeza is Espanol for head. Head. Senko, senko. <laughs> <laughs> Can I help you guys out? You know, I'm teaching you a little bit of language. You That's learn, all about learn something Spanish. today. See, si, see. Si. <laughs> si, senor. <laughs> so, in a soothing but firm tone, the voice said to A.V., please don't be afraid. I know it must be shopping, shocking for you to hear me speaking to you like this, but this is the easiest way I could think of. My friend and I used to work at the Children's Hospital on Great Almond Street, and what? we would like to help you. What the fuck? Right? A.B. was shaken to her freaking core. She was like, what the fuck? And before she could move, the voice spoke again to her and told her that she was physically ill and would soon need medical help. They then said, to help you you see that we are sincere, we would like you to check out the following. The voice then proceeded to give A.B. three different pieces of information. And despite them all checking out to be completely valid, she ignored the information and sought out professional help for she believed that she had gone absolutely mad. I mean, who can blame her? No. Right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're just sitting there minding your own business. She's like at this point um, in her early 40s, you know, c- completely normal life, house mom. She's just doing her thing, and then she starts hearing these voices that are not of her own telling her that she's sick. Huh. So I I instantly assumed it was aliens talking to her because it's kind of like some things I've, like, read about or heard about, you know, like there's some that they, they kind of watch over you through your life because they've been re-abducting you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, you know, that would be interesting um, if there was kind of an alien talking to her like that, like, oh, shit, you need to go get help. <laughs> But that really blew my mind when you said they they said they worked at the children's hospital or whatever. Right. The fact that they said, like, there's two of them that they used to work there and that they're, like, trying to, like, forewarn. I just, I don't know, as I was reading this, I am very curious to see at the end what your theory is on it because there, like I said there's a lot of debate that is around in this case okay. um, but the alien that's an interesting uh, intro- perspective uh, you know my brain that's one of the first places <laughs> it goes 
Here's why we're a great duo. Because our <laughs> brains are like, it could be logical, but aliens. But there's aliens and, and evil and spirits like, and whatnot. Psychic powers. That's a thing too. <laughs> Shit. There's so many possibilities. So many possibilities. So, you know, AB at this point freak the fuck out because she's like I'm going crazy so the next day she hits up her doctor and her doctor refers her out to uh, psychiatry well doctor man I've been trying to figure out how to say this doctor Azu Anye it's not an episode if you can say all the names right (laughs) right (laughs) doctor Azu Anye I'm going to just doctor I'm going to say doctor Az because, you know, it's a long-ass name. So, okay. Dr. Az was her tending psychiatrist at the Psychiatric Outpatient Clinic in London. And he diagnosed A.B. with functional hallucinatory psychosis. So, he was like, hey, lady, you're not crazy, but I definitely think there's, like, a screw loose up there, so we're going to treat you. you. You say you're hearing shit, and uh... we're gonna We're going to help you not hear shit anymore, you know? Like, any doctor would do when you get a patient that comes to you and is like, hey, so I heard a voice not my own last night telling me that I'm in grave danger. (laughs) Man. Uh, His recommended treatment was supportive counseling and a prescription of thioredesign, which was a first-generation antipsychotic drug used to typically treat uh, those with schizophrenia and psychosis. Hmm. So... A.B. was over the moon as the voices had disappeared after only a couple weeks following the start of her treatment. To celebrate, she ended up going on holiday. And, you know, as she's out there exploring the world, living her best life, doing her thing, the voices returned. Oh, no. She's out there like, vacation, all I ever wanted. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like... A.B., stop. You're in great danger, bitch. Go back home. (laughs) Bitch, we said you sick. (laughs) She's like, oh. So the voices urged for her to return to England immediately and that she was in grave danger if not. They warned her that she needed immediate medical attention once going home and that uh, she would need immediate treatment as well. So accompanying these voices, though, A.B. was also experiencing some other beliefs of delusional nature, so she truly believed at this point that she had lost her fucking marbles and she went off the deep end and went bonkers. I mean, not even, like, try to go to a doctor and be like, hey, can you test for this or whatever? Well, uh, yeah, at this point, it's, like, 1980s, so you don't really... I mean, there's, like, no kind of medical information out to the general public unless you've gone to school for yeah. it. So in her head, she's just like, I'm hearing these voices telling me that I'm sick. And, I mean, at this point, when you're told one thing, like a doctor, he's like, oh, you have psychosis. Mm. It's like you really start to believe that diagnosis. What I re- So she literally, huh? What I really need to know is what the voices told her as, like, the three facts or whatever. I know, and... And I've been trying to hunt that down, and, like, I mean, one, this case is already, it's very scarce on the internet. Um, Thankfully, Dr. Az, he actually ended up writing a clinical write-up following this case, and so this is where I pulled all of my information from. Oh, wow. But I don't know if it's because of um, the privacy of the patient or what, but it... I can't find the three pieces of information anywhere, which was very frustrating. Because, I mean, I feel like, depending on what that was, like... 
I would have been like, yes, my alien master. <laughs> you have convinced me, and I will go to the doctor. <laughs> I listen to you. Yeah. Well, I do know from what I gathered... So the information that they gave her, it wasn't anything pertaining exactly to her health. It was more it was just, just to like, prove, like, yeah. Yeah, that, like, hey, we're real. This is not, like, you going crazy. But, you know, once again, take into account the time that that she was in, 19, 1980s. You're not going to, you hear voices. You It doesn't matter if the information checks out. You think you're yeah. crazy. yeah. I mean, I think that's how it is with anybody, though. If you hear voices now, even if it checks out, you're probably like, ah, I think I'm a little crazy. Or there's aliens. Or there's aliens. It can go either way. Or men in black coming in and beep, boop, beep, boop. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Or whoever these two fucking people are. Right? Like, we don't, they still, they never announce themselves. They're just the voices in her head. They just pop on in, huh? They're like, hey, bro, how you doing? We got some information for you. You ready? Sit down. Might scare you a little bit. (laughs) So upon returning home, A.B. listened to the concerned voices, and she immediately went back to London. What was interesting about the voices, though, this time was that the voices had given A.B. an actual physical address to go to. Oh. So, yeah, the first... This time when they popped in, they're like, hey, here's some information. You can check it out to see if we're real and valid, validated it out. Uh, this time as she returned, the voices gave her an actual address. And wanting to reassure that all of this was indeed in her head and that she was actually going crazy, uh, A.B. and her husband ended up driving to the location provided by the voices. Yeah. Now, when they reached their final destination, confusion and shock filled the air. The address had sent them to the CT department of a busy, large London hospital. So um, it was like a, for anybody who doesn't know what a CT is, it's a computerized, like, testing scan that looks in time inside your body. Okay. So, so once her and her husband pulled up to this huge building, the voices then instructed her to go inside and ask for a brain scan, and they provided two reasons. You ready for the reasons? I'm ready. One, she had a tumor in her brain, and the second reason, her brainstem was inflamed. Inflamed brainstem. So not only, you know, have voices been warning her, at this point, they give her a physical address. She goes to this address, and it ends up being the, um, like, the radiology department of a hospital for testing. And she's like, what the fuck? And then this is when they hit her, like, hey, girl, you got a tumor in your brain. You gotta get that checked out. Shit. Well... Hmm? Shit. Right? Like, at this point, how would you digest that? <laughs> I'm going in there to get my brain scanned. <laughs> well, and what's crazy is, for anybody who doesn't really have much experience with the medical field, if you ask for, like, um, if you ask for a test or, like, an operation or anything, a procedure like the following, like a, like a CT or an MRI, like, you need hard... Facts and evidence. Hard, hard facts and hard evidence showing why you need such an expensive procedure. Hmm. And so, you know, like, trying to get that order, she's probably like, how the fuck am I going to do this? Well, as we mentioned earlier, the voices had given A.B. three valid pieces of information when they first began appearing. So after receiving that last bit of information with the address and going there and physically seeing it, uh, this propelled her to actually believe them finally. And she went back to her psychiatrist the next day. 
did not go into the hospital. No. So, yeah, her and her husband ended up driving back home, and she was just left in this state of, like, great distress because now she started believing the voices. Now she's really freaking out because she's like, holy shit, I have a tumor in me. I'm not crazy. What's going on? Um, So the following day, she went and saw Dr. Oz. As. Uh, But to help calm her nerves and reassure her that there was no tumor, he ordered for a brain scan to be conducted. Now... Dr. Az discusses how, in his request, he noted that the patient was instructed by hallucinatory voices to have a brain scan due to a tumor within her brain. He also mentioned in the request that he had not found any physical signs suggesting such and that the reason for the scan was to simply reassure the patient and give her a peace of mind. Of course, like I just said, uh, these are very expensive medical things, and so the request was denied for an array of reasons, uh, but the biggest reason being that there was no clinical justification for such a scan to be needed. Huh. Now, Dr. Az had AB's back, and he did not give up. So after going back and forth with the uh, referral department, he was able to finally get the request passed, and the scan was conducted in April of 1985. The year I was born. Hey! <laughs> uh, I guess what I, what I don't understand is why... What matter, what's, why does the hospital care how much it costs? They're not paying for it. Um, so a lot of times it's the insurance. Yeah. And so in order for insurance to cover such a costly um, medical expenditure, they need... It has need, to be a valid reason. Yeah, because otherwise they're like, this is a waste of our money. Because if I'm her at this point, I'm going to be like, I don't care insurance or not, scan my fucking brain. Right, and I mean, like, from what I was getting, like, it's not like her and her husband, you know, were hurting at all financially. Granted, there's not much information on her because of all the privacy laws around it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm sure it is very expensive, especially without insurance. I'm sure that number is in the six digits somewhere. Stupid. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) if if not seven digits. But you know what? Bill me. Because I might be dying from a brain tumor anyways. Yeah, at this point, like, I'm sorry. But if I have voices that keep popping up and, like, they're telling me, they're giving me all this factual evidence, and then they tell me, like, hey, girl, you got something in your noggin. You need to go get that checked out. I will be up in my doctor's office pressing for that brain scan. I'm going to be like, feel my brain stem is swole. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that was kind of... experienced something similar when I had my hernia and I was like, do an ultrasound. They're like, no, you're fine. And then finally after three months, a woman doctor listened to me. She did it. She's like, oh shit, girl, you've got a hernia. And I was like, I told you. Motherfuckers. Ridiculous. Um, (laughs) Now, the results. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, wait. Hopefully that doesn't sound like (laughs) (laughs) So what the scan found was shocking. The initial finding urged for a repeat scan of her brain the following month. So oh, now, now you want to scan my brain twice. I know. So now they're like, oh, shit, she might be onto something. We're going to do it again. <laughs> and so in May, she ended up having a second scan of her brain. And they now use enhancements to get a better imaging because the first one, they saw something, but they couldn't really see it. They're like, oh, oh, do it again? Just double check. You tell me you, get, you gave me the cheapo scan the first time. Right. They're like, oh, so you were cutting you were yeah. cutting corners the first time because y'all thought I think that yeah. was crazy. You, you gave me the Polaroid version of a scan the first time. <laughs> I'm looking it's for like, you. like, motherfuckers. <laughs> 
So, the scans revealed that AB indeed had a tumor in her head. Uh, they revealed that she had a left posterior frontal parathalassine mass, which is the third highest morbidity among all brain tumors. And this mass had spread all the way from the left side of her brain to the right side of her brain, affecting both left and right hemispheres. Wow. It had the appearance of a meningioma, which is a tumor that forms on the three layers of membranes uh, in your brain called your meninges. And these tumors now are are often slow-growing and they're typically uh, Ben 9, so they're not cancerous. But in her case, she had, she had a bad one. Um, and some of the symptoms with these tumors typically include changes in vision, headaches, hearing loss, and seizures. I went in and I did my research to see if there would be any um, kind of like, like delusional or um, like hallucinatory changes yeah. from it. And there's nothing. So this is where I'm at right now, and I'm actually I'm glad we glad we're here because I I only got to bring it up to you after the Edgar Allan Poe episode, and one of my mm-hmm. one of my theories there, if you all uh, lovely listeners remember, he had a, a swelling of the brain of sorts, yes, going on, and and my theory for him um, was maybe that swelling on the brain actually did give him some sort of psychic ability to where he kind of came up with these stories and things like that and put it on paper. What if our dear... I'm calling her Abby. A-B. What if our dear Abby, um, you know, has that same pressure on her brain from this this mass tumor growing all over both sides and, Mm. I don't know, enacted... Maybe there's a little man who lives in your brain and only comes out when there's a tumor (laughs) and starts talking to you. That would be interesting because uh, that was one thing, like, as I was doing this, because, you know, at this point, our dear listeners, if you all follow along, you should know that uh, we've now covered a couple episodes where brain injuries have been discussed and changes within personalities have occurred from that. So it was very interesting on this one because I was trying to see, like, if certain parts of the brain was damaged, like, what parts of her would be affected and... and Literally, the only thing that was coming up in her area was, uh, like, auditory and, um, like, motor skills would be affected. And the way that she interacted with other, uh, with other people, yeah, none of those symptoms were apparent. Huh. Yeah, she was completely asymptomatic. Like, she had n- nothing. Like, all of her tests were even normal, which was crazy. That is really weird. Um, so where was I at? So after the findings, Dr. A's referred Little Miss A.B. to a neurosurgeon whom noted that it was odd that A.B. was asymptomatic and failed to show any typical signs of any neurological deficits typically related to the sort of mass. I mean, she didn't even have a headache, which is like the most common symptom. Yeah, it's like how, I mean, once you told me how much it's grown, I was like, wow, how did you, how were you living with this? Yeah, and, like, the fact of, I mean, she didn't even have, like, that. that's what blows my, like, you don't even have a headache. It's like, what? 
That's, yeah. that's a big ass mass in your head. I've got a headache right now just thinking about it. <laughs> I know. My head was like starting to swell as I was writing this. I was like, oh no, I'm not going to get a migraine from this. Is it not going to trigger it? <laughs> I'm, I'm literally feeling a throbbing in the back of my head right now from talking about that. <laughs> So the surgeon discussed with AB and her husband the pros and cons uh, moving forward with surgery, noting that it may be better to wait to have such an operation done until symptoms actually started to appear due to, you know, brain surgery is pretty fucking severe. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what he's kind of saying. Yeah, he's like, you know, like, you don't really have any symptoms. Like, I know this is what imaging is showing, but you have no symptoms. You have nothing. Like, I really don't think that we should go in and... Risk your life. Yeah. And also, one thing that should be noted uh, with these kind of imaging, like, you can't actually see how big the mass is. Okay. So he's probably, like, you know, thinking, like, oh, you got a little... And, as mentioned, the, uh, the type of tumor that she had was typically Ben 9, so he really didn't see, like, why he should operate on it. Um, So when... I'm trying to get a picture going here, because you said you can't see the size, so that means... I'm trying to picture what it means for a tumor to be spreading over the brain. Does that mean you have your one tumor in a spot, and it's kind of got, like, roots that go out? Like Kind of. Um, so it started in, and I'll like, we'll get into like where it started, but it started in one area and then over time it started to grow, like you said, kind of branch out into other areas in the brain. Um, in the end though, they all fully agreed, the voices included, to proceed with immediate surgery instead of waiting. Yeah, voices have been pro-surgery the whole time. Yeah, voices are like... If I can get to it. Get that shit out. <laughs> now, the surgery was performed uh, in May following that oh, second. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. What? Uh, As Joey from Full House would say, cut it out. <laughs> sorry, 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 everybody. I wish we were, like, like, if we were videotaping and we could just, like, put in that little gif of Joey. Right? Doing the visual with his little, <laughs> yeah, little scissor cut it out thing. Yeah. His little thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the surgery was performed in May following that second brain scan. Now, when they cut into little Miss A.B.'s head, they found a 2 by 5 by 1.5 mass two inches in her noggin. By 5 inches? Uh, 2.5 inches by 1.5. Oh. Ooh, man, that's so, still big. Yeah, I was like, granted, you know, it's not like huge but for that to be in your brain your brain is already so snug that's okay i mean i'm looking at a golf ball right now i like i measured it out and i'll take a picture when i post the um post up on instagram so you guys can kind of see relatively how big it is but i like kind of measured it out and i was like damn that's big for the brain it's big it's big yeah and for her to have no symptoms with a mass that size like what like i it's it's Girl. it's a little bit bigger than this golf ball, and I'm just trying to picture this golf ball in my head, like not feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the mass originated in the falcs, and so for pretty much everybody, I even had to look it up. Uh, the falcs is a large sickle-like crescent-shaped fold in your um in the dura matter in your brain, and so the dura matter is the sac that holds your brain. 
And it connects into one part within your skulls. So this is where the mass started, was where the duramata connected. Okay. So it's like, this mass is not only, like, surrounding your brain, but it also extended, like I said, into her right hemisphere. And it also appeared within the medial surface of her brain. So it was also in the middle of her brain. Jesus. So this this motherfucker, this thing was angry, and it was spreading throughout. Making itself at home. Thankfully, though... The tumor was successfully removed. Wow. That's right? incredible. It's like round of applause for the doctors and the I, attending surgeons for that. I can't imagine that procedure. You know, no. The, the steady hand and confidence. And, and with most brain surgeries, like, you have to be awake. Ugh. So they can make sure, you know, that they're not... Killing you. Fucking up anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, there goes there goes my vision, guys. <laughs> it's like you're sitting there, and then all of a sudden, it's like, doctor, I can't see anything, yeah. doctor, and it's like, oh no, rush the patient. Yeah. Reflip re- oh, that switch, please. Ooh, my heart just dropped. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, sorry, everybody who's squeamish. Yeah, sorry, guys. This is a little, you know, theme of medical episodes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, post up. Following the surgery. A.B. met with her lovely psychiatrist, Dr. A's, and upon meeting with him, she reported to him that once she regained consciousness, consciousness, the voices had one final message for her. And they said, we are pleased to have helped you. Goodbye. Well, there goes the pressure theory. This was the last time A.B. ever heard the voices. That's fucking nuts. Crazy, right? <laughs> that is... She had... No post-op complications and healed up successfully. In the following months of her surgery, she was on prolifactic anticonvulsant meds uh, for six months to help lower any post-op risk of seizures, which is pretty common for any type of brain surgery. And she and the antipsychotic meds that she was taking were discontinued following surgery. Bitch, you ain't crazy. Right? Uh, A.B. ended up speaking with Dr. As nearly a decade following her surgery, and she shared with him that she had been completely fine since the operation and had never experienced any more episodes of The Voices. And Dr. As has openly discussed on forums and throughout uh, lectures that this is the only case he's ever seen like this and that this case was an absolute pure medical miracle. That's wild. And that is a case of A.B.? Could you imagine if, like, the doctor reported during brain surgery, he heard a voice, like, guiding him what to do? Oh, my God. That would be crazy. And, like, the what if he did hear, like, most doctors would never even share that. No. That's that's why I'm kind of putting that out there. Because um, that sounded, that was intense, the way that, I mean, not to take away from Dr. As, fucking amazing. Fucking amazing. Uh, kudos to you, sir. Wow. I. So my first question right away, if we're trying mm-hmm. to figure out the voices, they said they worked past tense at the children's hospital? Yes. Okay. And, that but we, I said, huh? A, a, like a, a, a spirit? A ghost? A, a past person? That's kind of where I've been at with the whole thing because I wonder they give 
no information about who they were. They gave no name. They just said that they used to work at the children's hospital and that they they want to help her. Why do they care about her? I mean, yeah, if you if you have the po- if if you're this omnipotent kind of power and you have the power to do stuff, I mean, do it. But why why are why are they tuned in on her? I wonder. Yeah, um, are like they, what connection does she has she maybe with had them? with them? Yeah. Because that's why I go to the alien thing right away, because there's a past connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, I'm thinking, like, you know, either, like, spirit guides or... And, uh, AB believes that it's... That it was her guardian angels. Yeah. Naturally. But then it's like, well, how... Like, why... They were they gave them exact place where they used to work. Was it hard times in heaven? You had to go get a little jobby job? <laughs> right? Like, Jesus wasn't paying the bills. You know, things are a little slow up there, so you got sent <laughs> off to go do some, like, earth work. God and Jesus were like, look, this is, this is a nice house up here, right? You're going to need to pay some rent. And they're like, you know, uh, your blessings are a little low this month. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's time to go visit Earth for another round, you know? You got to meet that quota. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, given the little amount of information, it's it's really hard to sit here and spitball and speculate. But that that one piece of information... Worked at the children's hospital, just, I feel like it takes away so many possibilities, but leaves me with nothing. Yeah, and, like, the fact that leading up to this, I mean, for nearly 40 years of her life, everything was fine. She never once had anything wrong with her, like, barely ever had to go to the doctor, living a normal life. And then out of nowhere, she starts hearing these voices, and then... Following post-op surgery, the voices are completely gone and they never return. That's wild. Yeah, and, like, for me, like, my brain, as I'm, like, reading this story, of course, the medical side of me is, like, nerding out because I'm like, what? This is a medical anomaly. And then the other part of me, like, spiritual side is like, that's fucking crazy. Like, how many people in our society today have had this happen to them and been deemed as crazy? Right? Fuck. And this is even one of those cases, so, um, Dr. Az, I'll, I can link the, uh, the clinical write-up that he wrote about this case, um, because then he also presented all of his findings at a summit conference the following year, where A.B. actually came, and everyone asked her, um, you know, questions regarding that, and the room was split in two sides, because one side was like, holy shit, this is, like, a huge, like, spiritual phenomenon, blah, 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 and the other side was like, no, like this is, she like this was just an this was um, a result of her brain having pressure on it, and this was an episode of psychosis. But then it's like, well, how can you explain the timing and like the the way things played out and the evidence, the fact that like she had been given a physical address, yeah, and her husband even is thinking like, oh man, I'm I married this girl, I don't know, I don't know, my bitch was going crazy, like. I wish I would have known, and then shows up like, oh shit, you're not going crazy. For it to be her brain telling her, she would have to have these blackout moments where she's researching and looking up that address and things like that. You can't obtain that knowledge without obtaining that knowledge. Um, So if indeed it's her brain telling her, there has to be a moment where she learned those things. And that was um, actually, so one side of that summit that he presented this case to, they mentioned how, you know, she must have 
overheard some of this information when she was at hospitals for prior visits and that it just kind of accumulated up. But that was one thing that was noted was she never really had to go to the hospital. She had only seen her primary care doctor for like, you know, the yearly checkups and that was it. Yeah. I mean, as a regular ass person right now, and I've even been to the hospital for, you know, my nephew's brain trauma and different things like that. Uh, You know, my my girlfriend's mom's in and out. I couldn't fucking tell you shit about the hospital or where, uh, you know, they're doing CT scanning or MRIs or things like that. I don't know what building, you know, that's... And I mean, coming from someone who, like, has had a bunch of those imagings, I can't even tell you the exact address or location. Yeah. Because a lot of the times it's, like, deep within, like, a separate building off the main hospital unit. Yeah, yeah. Or it's, like, down the street. It's not something that, like, oh, yeah, I know where the CT department is. Like, no. Yeah. I mean, even my dog's neurologist I go to, you know, every few months. Like, I I don't know. I know how to get there, but I couldn't tell you the address or anything. (laughs) And the fact that, you know, she ended up going on these psychotic meds for schizophrenia. And, like, they helped in the moment being. And it's like, okay, then maybe it was an episode of schizophrenia or psychosis. And then the voices returned. And then following the operation, like, they literally cut her off the meds immediately following the operation. So it's not like maybe the meds stayed in your system for a little bit afterwards. Like, she took her last dose before the operation and then never took them again. Yeah. That's... And they said goodbye. Yeah, they literally said goodbye afterwards. (laughs) I... I want it to be aliens. (laughs) That... Working at the children's, I, I can't get around it. I can't think of anything. I can't. All I can do is cross things out because of it, like I said before. I can't add anything with that information, though, besides maybe it was a, the spirit of somebody who worked there. I, I don't. It's it. I know, and it was so frustrating because, like, you know, I wanted, I wanted more information. I want so much more. There's literally, like, nothing. And it was so aggravating because I'm like, ah, it's all theories. Like, like I said, even if I could just know the three things they told her, like, was it something like turn on the 6 o'clock news and you'll see this story happens? Because that's fucking wild. Yeah, or, like, was it something where they told her, like, you know, um, like, this is here, like, showing, like, hey, like, we actually did work here. We actually do know the area. There's so many... There's, like, a hole because we don't have that information, but at the same time, too, it allows for these theories to kind of run rampart. And I love the fact that, um, you know, this case was a little bit old. It's now, like, over 20, 25 years. No, it's, like, 35 years years to be exact. The fact that the doctor was able to write his own write-up, so it's, like, this is coming directly from a primary source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I know that it's real, so I'm like, well, shit. It's, uh... Wow, yeah, it's a case as old as, old as Greg. <laughs> uh, fuck, yeah, I got, I got nothing. Right, it's I, uh, it's an interesting one. It's definitely a strange one. I was reading it. I like my jaw kept dropping, and I'm like, this is so crazy. Like, what? What can you say what? besides my guardian angel used to work at a children's hospital? I don't. What? I'm stumped. You stumped. Yeah, and you like, stumped. You know me. the fact that. The voice was noticeably not hers. And like, that's what caught her off guard. And was there two voices, or the voice just referred to 
we. Or so there was only one voice, but the voice referred to it as we. Fucking wilds. Yeah, and the fact that like they gave the like the ad like the general address of where the hospital was that they worked at. So who knows? Maybe they told her like their names, and then they sent her. Like the address to that children's hospital, and maybe that was one of the information that checked out. Yeah. I have no idea, but it's like I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you got me. <laughs> you got me on you. I have nothing. I stumped myself on this one. That's for damn sure. I have nothing. Um, all I can say is we we've got another mystery coming uh, in two weeks. So. Uh, Fuck. I hope you guys are ready. Hope you guys are ready, because I haven't figured that one out yet either. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, next one's a doozy. Next one's a doozy. Ah. Well, thank you for the heads up now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I, I, I think we just end it there. I mean... Yeah, I mean, unless, you know, any of our lovely listeners, if you guys have any theories, of course, send them on over, because at this point, I... I think my final say is, and I'm gonna come in on my little like woo woo side. I'm gonna say it was, it was guardian angels coming down. You know what? I was while you were talking, I was able to rationalize out aliens in my head. So you stick, <laughs> you stick with guardian angels. I'm just gonna say the alien they threw the children's thing hospital out there. It was kind of a, a red herring, or you know, like a just to calm her down. Like, hey, you know, there's there's something grounded in reality here. Oh, interesting. So, so the aliens were already looking up hospitals and stuff, and so there's like, oh yeah, we worked at the uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Boom. And then that way she wouldn't freak out because, so I mean, it's freak- already alarming to hear a voice. Because not everybody is as prepared as me to hear their alien masters start talking <laughs> in their brain. It is crazy, though, to think that, like, your consciousness can just be, like, tapped into like that by something else. Right? Like a fucking <laughs> Zoom chat room? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, how do I shut down the yeah. chat room? How do I make it private? Because I don't want people coming in here. Like, who just entered? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, craziness. I will say, the more I get into these, like, weird medical mysteries, the more I'm just like, the human body's fucking weird, man. Oh, God. You know, if you start... We're going to have to change the name of the show to something mystery or something soon, because <laughs> we've gotten on this mystery kick, and now you, if you if you join me, then it's, it's going to be bad. Oh, God. I don't know. They're a lot I of mean, fun. I mean, in a sense, they're not, they're solved mysteries. Not, well, yours is They're ha- solved mysteries with theories. Yeah, some of them. I'll tell you what, next week's is not solved. Oh, boy. My the the Oculus is kind of like this one, um, where you, we know some facts, but there's there's you know yeah it's it's we know facts, but it's like it it's up to you with what you want to do with those facts and how you want to digest them and how you want to perceive them. Yeah, yeah. Because this, this one definitely I think plays up to people who are left brained and people who are right brained because it's like you can go with a. It was aliens, guardian angels, or it was, you can go with, it was just a mass in her brain that affected her. Whoa, 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 Anya. Aliens don't mix with guardian angels. They're not over there fraternizing, okay? You don't know that. (laughs) You don't know that. (laughs) My alien masters told me. (laughs) 
shoot, they could all be ethereal beings floating above us. Yeah. So we're like, they're separate entities, and they're up there just yeah. cracking open a beer, laughing at us right now. See, I'm more in that multi-dimensional state to where, like, oh, I'm pretty okay. sure there's something right next to me right now, like. Yeah, you know, I think about that, but then sometimes I get freaked out. It gets creepy. It gets creepy. Yeah, like Um, sometimes I don't, I don't want to realize that there's probably a bunch of other things with me in my bedroom. No, not at all, not at all. You just got me like nervously itching right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! Up, guys. Um, real quick, Anywho. real quick, um, while we're ending things here, quick shout out to, uh, I guess he's not my boss technically right now. Um, so my buddy, Oren, uh, just had his baby, um, Oren the six just entered wow. the world. Yeah. That's what a lineage, right? What a lineage. Oren the six just entered this world. Um, so congratulations to Oren and Lou. Um, Congratulations. Beautiful baby. I already saw a picture. Hope you guys are really happy and getting rest and all that. Um, and, of course, listening to the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, any other shout-outs or anything? Any, any new um, news? Any old news? You know, I actually found out that uh, one, of my, one of my little sisters is actually a pretty heavy listener to the show. So shout-out to little Miss Aaliyah. Sup, Aaliyah. That was a nice little thing to hear. My little sister was like, yeah, Lee listens to your show all the time. I was like, what? Nice, nice. I guess shout out to my nephews then, too, because they're, they're out there listening. Just a little fam shout out. Little homies, yeah. <laughs> little homies. Um, and uh, if you are listening, nephews, uh, text your Aunt Miranda. She worries about you. <laughs> but um, I, uh, I got, I, oh, oh, as well as I did a thing, I also didn't do a thing. I uh, I didn't post any pictures last week. Drex explicitly said I would, um, and then I did. I emailed them from my computer to my phone because I hate that I can't do Instagram stuff on the computer. But um, and I emailed them to myself, and then that was it. And I told myself several. There were certain times I was like, "Oh, I should do that," but I was like, "Well, it's not the right time of day for it right now." <laughs> Do you know what's funny? As I sat there and the same thing happened, I was like, oh, Greg didn't post. I was like, I'll post something instead. And then I was like, but it's like, honey, it's like 10 o'clock at night. You got to wait till tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. And And then here we are now. Yep. And I even saw yours. I was like, shit. (laughs) But oh, well, it's it's Anya's turn this time. So I am I am off the hook. It's okay, dear listeners. I won't drop the ball like Mr. Gregory. I even got it. So when you post on Instagram and post our Facebook, I'm, I'm good. I do I do make sure that I sometimes I forget to like link the post when I post it because I'll unclick it and I'm like no <laughs> oh maybe it was you I thought I did something because <laughs> I set it up so mine's permanently does it so I figured I don't know anyways I don't need to hear about that shit yeah, uh, technicality stuff yeah speaking of Instagram you can follow me at Greg's Weird World uh, you can follow Anya at Anya Daniela. You can follow Daniel. us at SP Weird World on Facebook and Instagram. Um, hey, the the Revolver Bar in Seattle used one of my pictures that I took there like seven years ago and tagged me in it. Oh! They've got this really cool like bubble mirror in their bathroom, and I took a pretty sweet picture. But I, I guess you can get royalties, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Monetize that shit, Greg. I want to use that bathroom free anytime I'm there. You owe me a penny. <laughs> it's actually a really cool bar, though, if you're in Seattle and you've never been to Revolver Bar. So it's pretty sweet. Check it out. 
I'll have to put it on my to uh, to visit place when I go to Seattle this year. Yeah, they got records and whatnot going on. Revolver, like records revolve. That's the that's the pun. Ooh. That's the pun there. That's why it's the revolver bar. I dig the theme. Yeah, yeah. Bathrooms are super cool. You can check my Instagram for the. Uh, well, it's deep in my Instagram, I guess. But uh, if you find my trip to Seattle on my Instagram, there's the picture of the revolver bar in there. <laughs> Seven years ago, something like that. So, um, I guess we've uh, wasted wasted everybody's time enough now. Yeah, I think they uh, they got their nice little biweekly fill of our voices. Yeah. Um, there was a call to action for us to do weekly podcasts during the pandemic. Really? And, and I was going to put it all on you, but as I've learned in, earlier in the episode, <laughs> you are doing just as bad as me. I, th- I think we're sticking to two weeks. <gasps> I think we're sticking to two weeks for now. You know what would be kind of cool? What? If we, like, in, in, like, in between, we did many episodes where we, like, pulled up, like, crazy news stories that happened that week. I've got many episodes. Because I was like, I can they're, do many episodes. They're literally like, where they're like five, ten minute segments. Yeah, yeah. I used to do them with Josh. Um, I've got some on the topics list. They're they're too short for big episode. So yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I have a lot of topics that like I always want to do, but they're not long enough for a full episode. So who knows? Maybe we could do that. Okay, I'm down. Let's do it. Next week, mini Word. episode. Uh, who's doing it? Me or you? Um, how about for the many episodes we can like combine them? We both well, you, pull each, two stories. Each do a little little bitty. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Fucking it. There you, there you go. Call to action answered. You're gonna get boom full time SP Weird Worlds weekly. Y'all got your prayers answered. You're that, welcome. That was from my lovely Erica in Ecuador. Um. All right. That's it. All right. That's it. We're done. We will Dad. talk to you guys next week with some... Ooh, I already know what story I'm going to do, I think. Uh, cool. I'm excited. Uh, and um, just do one more thing, guys. One more. Go ahead and keep it weird. Hey, well, I'm not alone this time. I never knew anything <laughs> like that in the whole of my life. Oh. Nice.